All right, welcome to Flip It Script Podcast. All right, so today in this video, I'm going to explain the reasons why I believe that the United States should not get involved in sending troops to Ukraine to fight Russia. Now listen, this whole situation in Ukraine is a lot more complicated, okay? There's a lot of things that are going on over there, and I can't get into every single one, but I'm going to give you the rundown about why I don't think that the United States should be sending troops to Ukraine. All right, so number one, the biggest reason is that I cannot justify sending American troops to die on Ukraine soil when this whole war in Ukraine doesn't really have anything to do with us or our national security. Now, Ukraine is not a member of NATO, so we are not obligated to protect it. We could support Ukraine. We could give them equipment. We could give them weapons, but we should not send American troops to conduct combat operations and start a whole world war with Russia, who is a nuclear power, because many Americans will die, and I cannot justify sending American troops to Ukraine to die. I just can't do it. The United States seems to want to get involved everywhere. We should not have gone to Vietnam. It's questionable whether we should have been in Afghanistan or not. Millions of people have died over these wars over the last 20 years. We're not any better off than we were when they started. So let's get into Ukraine and Russia. All right. So listen, like I said before, Ukraine is not our fight. It is thousands of miles away from us and it has no direct impact on our national security. Now, for the European nations, that's a different story. Now, we do have allies who are part of the European Union. But the thing is, is that this is in their backyard. And the United States should not take the lead in somebody else's backyard. So those European nations, they should be the ones to step up. And if anybody is to send troops to Ukraine, then it should be the other European nations, countries like Britain, France, Germany, Poland, who's right there, who has an actual vested interest in that. Those countries should be sending troops before the United States does, number one. The United States does not have to play the lead in every conflict that happens around the world. We should learn from the mistakes of our past, and we should not get involved in things that don't have anything to do with us. There's no reason why Britain, France, Germany, Poland, and all the other countries in Europe can't handle this situation. They can, they're just not willing to do it because they know how complicated this situation is. They get a lot of energy from Russia. There's a whole bunch of things going on in Europe. The United States should not get involved in a regional conflict that is complicated like this. We just spent 20 years in the Middle East. Thousands of Americans have died. Millions of people died in the Middle East. Now, the reason why I'm even bringing this up, the reason why I'm even having this conversation is because of the things that our president has said when he was overseas in Poland. He told American troops in Poland that they're going to see the carnage that is happening in Ukraine when they go over there. He actually said that to them, that when they get there to Ukraine, they will see the type of carnage and horrible things is happening. Now, this wasn't a gaffe. Everybody always talks about Joe Biden's gaffes. They're not gaffes, okay? The reason why he said that is because, number one, he's an old man who doesn't really understand what's going on. But somebody told him that we're going to be sending troops at some point to Ukraine. That's the reason why he said that. But he's too senile to realize that he shouldn't have said that or he wasn't supposed to say that. When Joe Biden was pressed on that by Dorsey from Fox News, he said that didn't happen. I didn't say that. Blatant lies. Everybody saw it. It's on video. We know what you said. We know what you meant. And then the president talks about regime change in Russia. And he said in Poland again that Putin cannot remain in power. So this tells me two things here. Number one is that the idea of sending American troops to Ukraine at the minimum has been put on the table. And number two, they're talking about regime change, getting Putin out of office, a duly elected president out of office. This is insane. Imagine if Russia's plan was to get Biden out of office. How do you think the United States would respond to that? 
What do you think Putin is thinking right now, having an American president saying that he cannot remain in power? Now, this whole thing is basically, like I said, it's pretty complicated, but a big part of it is Ukraine joining NATO because there was a big push by the West to get Ukraine to join NATO. Understandably, Putin does not like that because NATO was designed to pretty much stop Russia. And then Ukraine becoming a part of NATO, that means that an anti-Russian organization is on its border. So why would Russia be okay with that? They wouldn't, and understandably. Russia has put out there multiple times to have an agreement that Ukraine will never join NATO. The United States said, no, we cannot make that promise. So you hear in the media that they constantly say that Russia, unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. They keep on using that term, unprovoked. Now, this is how you could tell what planting seeds in the minds of the American people to get them to be okay with sending troops to Ukraine. They keep on using the term unprovoked, which means that they're trying to make you believe that this whole invasion was unprovoked. Was it or was it not? You could make the argument. I'm not going to make the argument, but I'm saying somebody could, that Russia felt like it was back was against the wall. Ukraine was about to join an anti-Russian organization, NATO, and they had no other option. That's what Russia would say. That's what many people say. But they keep on using that term unprovoked, unprovoked, because they want to make you think Russia just decided just to go invade Ukraine, invade a sovereign nation. Now, like I said, the politics and the things that are going on in Ukraine are very dicey. There's a big portion of Ukrainians, especially the closer you get to Russia, that speak Russian. They've considered themselves ethnically Russian, and they want to be a part of Russia because they identify themselves as Russian. So Ukraine is not as united as the media makes it seem to where they think that the whole country of Ukraine is against this whole thing. Now, nobody wants to see civilians being targeted. Nobody wants to see cities being destroyed, right? Now, it's horrible what's going on over there. Absolutely horrible. But it could have been avoided if we had agreed that Ukraine would not join NATO. And there's really no purpose for Ukraine to join NATO. What purpose does it have? There is none. No, the whole idea of NATO, in my opinion, is stupid anyway. The whole idea is we are going to join our countries together to fight for the other country if they were to get into a war. Primarily, it was designed for Russia, but it's for any country that's not a part of NATO, right? I don't like that. That does not make sense to me because that can make us on the wrong side of situations, right? So for instance, a NATO country was to go to war with another country that's not a part of NATO, and maybe they started it. But we have to back that NATO country because we have an alliance, and maybe it's the wrong move. Maybe it's not the right side to be on. When we look at back at World War One, we were on the wrong side of that war. We backed the aggressors in that war, but because we did that because of alliances. And we could find ourselves again making these alliances and without weighing each situation individually, we could find ourselves backing the wrong side on the war. Yeah, I'm not saying that's happening here in Ukraine. Ukraine's a sovereign country and it's been invaded by another one. That is the worst possible thing that could happen to a sovereign country. As I said in a previous podcast, and coincidentally, after I made that podcast, then we started seeing reports about Ukraine actually hitting targets in Russia, but they're playing defense and they don't have a lot of capabilities. So. What is the end going to be? They're going to have to come to some sort of agreement. You see that Zelensky is now backtracking and saying he'll make some concessions. He's saying that he'll come to a deal and he'll make that promise that Ukraine won't be a part of NATO as long as Russia falls back. But from what it seems, Russia feels like this is already a little too late. Now, I'm not sure what Russia's plan is. I'm not sure how long they plan on doing this or how or what their end goal is and where they plan on stopping at. We can make assumptions and say, oh, Putin's not going to stop. He's going to keep going. He's going to take Ukraine. Then he's going to Poland. You know, is it a possibility? Yeah, of course. I mean, I didn't think that Putin was going to invade Ukraine to begin with. I thought that was, I thought that this was our 
Western media hyping this up because they wanted to go to war with Russia. And I still believe that. I still believe that our Western media and our government want to go to war with Russia because the 20 years that the war machine was making money in the Middle East has now dried up. So they need a new war. So that's why another reason why I don't believe that the United States should go to war with Russia in Ukraine is because that war will not end. We won't do what it takes to win the war. We will do what it takes to keep that war going. And you see, the war machine makes profits from wars continuing. So it's no coincidence that in August, when Afghanistan ended, we pulled out of the Middle East. That a couple months later, Russia and Ukraine kicks off. It's not just because Russia decided to invade at that time. It's because that the things that were leading up to it, the United States provoked it. They provoked Russia to invade Ukraine, where they made Russia believe that they had no other option but to invade Ukraine. And they did that purposely to start a war. The United States provoked Russia enough to where they knew, to the point where they knew that Russia would invade Ukraine. We heard it all throughout the media, the weeks and months leading up to it. The United States was saying that Russia is going to invade Ukraine. Russia is going to invade Ukraine. It's not because of our intelligence agencies are so great. They have people on the inside of Russia and they know what's happening and they're feeding things back from Putin. No, it's because the United States was planning that. They wanted Russia to invade Ukraine so that they could start a war because the money that they were making from the war in the Middle East has ended. So now they are setting their sights on Eastern Europe to do the same thing that they did in the Middle East, destabilize the region, get Putin out of power, destabilize Russia, have insurgent groups and other fractions fighting for power so they can go in there and run another 20 years of trying to stabilize a country or stabilize a whole region for another 20 years where they can make their money from the war machine. That's what this whole thing is about. And sending American troops to die over this, not acceptable in my opinion. That's what this whole thing is about. This is not about Russia just going on a rampage, crazy man in office, going and trying to take Ukraine. That's not what this is about. That's what the media wants to portray to you, to make you believe that it's justified in sending American troops to Ukraine to go die. And send your daughters, to send your sons, to send your fathers, to send your mothers to Ukraine to shed their blood and die for in a war that they provoked. It's what they've done throughout history. They lied to us about Iraq and weapons of mass destruction. They got us involved in Vietnam when we shouldn't have been. The first Gulf War went pretty relatively smoothly, but we accomplished nothing. So they lied to us back in 2003 about weapons of mass destruction to justify going into Iraq to take out Saddam Hussein. And then we destabilized that whole region. The whole region went into chaos after that. And that's where all these terrorist groups came to rise because there was a power vacuum. And then we were backing the same terrorists that we were fighting. We were training people who were working under Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda. And then they come around on the battlefield. And then what we saw in Syria, we were backing fighters that were aligned with Osama bin Laden to fight against ISIS. But then we were supporting ISIS in their fight against Assad. It's this crazy town that we're living in. Now, this is the same exact thing that's going to happen again. It's not going to stop. It's going to keep going on. We're going to keep backing our enemies, propping up our enemies, and then going to fight them. And our American sons and daughters and fathers and mothers are going to keep dying while the warmongers are going to get rich. All these senators, all these representatives, their investments are in all these war companies, contracting companies, these weapons manufacturers, war weapon manufacturers. That's where they got all their investments. That's where they make all the money. That's why they need more wars. So that once they get out of office, they could go sit on the board over there. They could cash out their investments. That's what this whole thing is about.
So the main reason why I believe that the United States should not send troops to Ukraine is because it is not justified in shedding American blood for the war machine. In a war that they provoked so that they could start making their money and getting their cash flow going again after Afghanistan, they want to destabilize the Eastern Europe region so that they could justify sending troops, setting up bases, getting a whole thing going again for another 20 years. I'm going to take Putin out so that there's a power clash, so they have to go into Russia and try to stabilize that country. That's what this is about. So as always, don't trust the media. Keep your mind sharp. This is Flip the Script Podcast. Catch you the next time. Make sure you hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button. It's the best way to support this podcast. I know that these podcasts I've been doing, I mean, coming in short, but it is what it is. I need a bigger operation. I'm a one-man operation. I need a bigger operation. The only way I could do that is with your support, with your help, with your sharing, get this podcast to grow, and then I can get a bigger team doing more things with this podcast. But until that happens, I need your likes, I need your shares, and I need your subscribes. All right, make sure you give me that five-star reviews on the podcast platforms. And like I said, the best thing you do is to help this podcast is to share it. All right, so until next time, this Flip the Script podcast out.